How's it, Internet? And welcome to Two Guys in SharePoint. The only SharePoint show in South Africa and on the continent where everything is always, as always, not made up and there are no points. How's it, Al? Mr. Modlin, it's a happy, happy Monday. Is, is there such a thing? Yeah, third time's the charm. It is, it is. Um, for those for those who don't know, we've tried recording and Rod's computer kept on exploding. And um, yesterday my interwebs exploded. So yeah, not a good start to to February. February, yeah. V one, V one of twenty eighteen for me. Uh, I was in V two of twenty seventeen for the first. Uh, month of 2018, and I do believe I've turned the page. Fantastic. So, um, we'll probably keep it quite short for you guys today. We, it's just the two of us, and we're going to run through the news for all of you. Yeah, we're keeping our interviews for next week, because next week is Tech Summit week. Yeah, and that's going to be exciting. We're also having an 0365 user group uh, meetup at Tech Summit. So oh, details nice. of that will follow. You can, if you're following me on Twitter, uh, you'll get the details of where and when that is. I think it's at the event site. And uh, so come through and have a chill with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's late. Usually we record much earlier. My brain is foggy. Um, but we're going to move into our usual uh, flow of things, not uh, go with the flow, but uh, in the news. Yes. So in the news over the last week or so, one the our first piece here is the Office apps are now available in the Windows Store. They've been in preview for a while. It's now generally available. So this is the full desktop applications of the Office Suite. You can now pull them through the Office Store and they're all encapsulated as a store app. So they're all secure and all of that. If you're running Windows 10 S, you can pull it through that. If you're running a managed environment and you're using the store to push your apps to your users' computers, you can now push Office in the same way. So that's pretty cool. Ah, that's not cool, Modlin. Like I said the last time, it's not cool. They've taken RT and now they're giving you cool functionality and they're, they're just you know, putting a big bow on it and going, look what we've done. They haven't done shit. It's RT Office. No, it is the same office that you're running now, Al. It's RT Office, available in the store. It is okay. available in the store. It is the exact same version as we have in the in the other ones it's not a separate it's not a separate fork it's the same ones encapsulated for the store i specifically remember you said it's a uwp app yes it is because they've taken the the normal desktop version of office and they've encapsulated it right you you now get these containers so it's contained in one of these containers Uh. and so it's available through the store and it does all the cool stuff through the store via like all the updating and app permissions and security and all of that stuff. No, I'm not that excited about it. It's exactly the same as it was on my RT, so nothing new. 
Okay. Well, it is, but we'll we'll take we'll leave it there. When you come to my house, I'll show you my RT. I'll fire it up, and then you can make the decision. They they might be nearly identical. The RT office was a different code base, as I understand it. This is not. So even if that has the exact same functionality, it's a different thing. For the the dumb person that I am, how does code base make a difference in this regard? File save as same place. It's sure. not like it's rewritten from the ground. We'll we'll leave it there. We'll we'll get a guest on at some point to uh, a proper Debbie person who can explain to us all the benefits of being in the store as opposed to being installed through an MSI. All right. Well, I'm not that ex- excited about it because what does it mean, Modlin? It means if you buy a device that's running Windows 10s, you now have Office. Yes. And Microsoft has actually released on that note cheaper Surface devices. Oh. Yes. They've they've got entry level Surface books as well as Surface laptops now. That is super cool. That is super yeah, super cool. Yeah, so you can get a, a M3, not an i5. Uh, Surface Book, I think it is. I can't remember the numbers, but I know they're shoehorning M3s, not i5s or i3s, into the notebooks, and they're also dropping storage to 128 gig. Hmm. I wonder what okay. performance impact that uh, that chip change has. We'll have to wait for some of the benchmarks to come out, I guess. Well, as long as you're not running a VM, it should be okay. I mean, opening up Word, raw, 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 don't play games. Yeah. Cool. Next little piece of news, there's been quite a big update to Teams, which is really quite sweet. There's actually been a couple since we were last on the air with our listeners. Um, First up on January 17th, all that long time ago, there were some updates around meetings in Teams. So you can now mute a specific person or a whole meeting. It now supports audio meetings in Chrome and Edge, which is sweet. And you can do audio conferencing in channel meetings, not just scheduled meetings. So lots of updates around there. And then the really big cool stuff came out January 31st. There is now a team store where you can get all your bots and tie-in experiences, which is sweet. And there's a new command search bar functionality at the top of Teams where you get a bit of a command line to do a bunch of stuff and uh, and it's a search bar too, which is really, really cool. So I have a couple of reservations about that. Did you know that they were going to move shit all around Teams before they announced the launch of the updates? You mean in the UI? Yes. Or did you get to work one day and... Shit's so, gone so from it's the bottom new. left to the, to, to the top right. Yeah, like that doesn't, it doesn't make that much difference. It's, it's really minimal. Modeling to the average Joe blogs, it makes a big difference. No, the average Joe when blogs is, the average Joe blogs is never changing their account. So why do they need that stuff in the bottom left hand corner? You don't know that. But no, like shit around. You, no, you're talking average Joe blog. You said like, what is average Joe? Average Joe blog doesn't care. All the channels are in the same place. All of that's in the same place. And yes, there's new stuff. There should probably be a little bit of uh, more notice communication about that. But it was pretty good. I don't think it was that bad. I'm and they good. must they must update the interface as it becomes necessary. Uh, they they're going back to IRC with the slash commands. Yes, slash. Yes, slash, IRC, slash. 
IRC FTW. Mm. And it, it makes sense that, um, that style of interface, it's a chat style of interface. We have, we as a collective society have a lot of experience <laughs> with that sort of interface. A collective IRC. society. Slack. It is right. No, we know the kids Slack, of today IRC, don't know IRC. Fine. They only know That's Slack. Cool. Kids of today aren't the ones who are coding this. So when we when the guys are designing this, they're like, oh, I know how this works. I used to be on message boards. I used to be on IRC. This is not your grandfather's teams, mate. This is the kids' teams. I don't think grandfathers are coding teams. Sure. Don't hold back, Mr. Modlin. Don't hold back. Oh, there was a pause well. there. There was a pause and then you opted to not say what came to mind. The people don't want to hear what I have in mind for that. This is theoretically supposed to be an all-ages style show. Maybe not like R-rated. So I, I think we'll just leave that there. All right, Mr. Modern, what's next up on the list of things to know about? You've uh, got a news item here about the SharePoint Admin Center rollout. The first time I mentioned it was cool. I'm not excited about it anymore. But yes, there's a new SharePoint Admin Center coming. I think it was... Announced on the 2nd of Feb, possibly, Thursday, 1st of Feb. So there's a new admin ex- uh, admin center experience being rolled out. So targeted release will get it. I still don't have it. But there's a new new interface, so very much following on the interface for OneDrive when they launched the new OneDrive uh, admin center, the new experience. So they're going to roll up your site collections, you can have more analytics inside of that, not inside of the default Office 365 admin page. So more targeted information as well. I'm looking forward to it. It's still not in my tenant. You will have the option to return to classic. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. Can you hear the excitement, Mr. Modlin? I can. It sounds like it's incredible, L. I think you must just like control it yourself. Yeah. I'll turn it down. I'll turn it down. You'll fry... Every device our listeners are listening on, just with the sheer energy you're putting out. It's amazing. It's amazing. What else do you have for us, Al? I'm very excited about this. I saw the... I think it was launched. When was it? It was... Was it today and yesterday? It was possibly today and yesterday. There are updates to Planner. Okay. Yes, and I will be testing this in the morning. So remember I said I wanted to measure my time, effort, and then I put a big whiteboard on my wall. Now I can have that schedule view inside of Planner. I can have a calendar. It will show me what is what needs to happen when, and there's overlays and all of that from, from if you create different tasks with colors. So you can see that now as a scheduled view for a, a day, a week, and a month. So I can have the month of Feb up there, and I can see what I'm doing. That's super cool. Very, very, very. Then they've got group and filter options, so you can group by and filter. Um, due date notifications via email and coming soon, because it's not been released yet, is iCalendar, so you can export that to Outlook. That's very cool. No, it's neat. I- I'm very excited about it. Planet does have some cool stuff. There are a couple things that it really needs before I think it's ready for like proper enterprise implementation though one of them is a tie into project which it doesn't really have now there's a project 
Sort of. So in project, your tasks in your tasks in to me. Listen to me. In in the new version of project, you have a button where you can take a task and send it to planner. Great. It's not two way. It's only one way. So if the things change in planner, you have to update it manually in project. You mean the other way around? If things change in planner, you have to update it manually in project. So if if I create a task in planner, I can connect it to a task in in. Uh, so you're saying if I if I go into project and I and have I this whole project plan, plan I can I select the tasks plan. and I say go to planner. Cool. Right. It's created my planner for me now. I've got all the tasks. Sweet. As you complete those, they don't share back. They don't roll back up. So you don't no. know if it's completed in the project plan. No. Oh, that's rubbish, it's, man. It's a it's a one way, but. I don't know. Maybe you're on a secret insider build of project that has no, 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 uh, no. two-way two-way communication, but at the moment it does not. The other thing I think it really needs is the ability to export to Excel. Like so because people love doing reporting and all that junk. So without those yeah. two things, it's it's kind of it's kind of in that separate little spot by itself. And it's a cool tool, but if it could integrate into the rest of the Microsoft stack, it would be Phenomenal, and then there's time. no reason to use any other planet type board. It's it's economies of scale and Moore's law. So you don't introduce it all at once. You keep on introducing new features so that people think that there's value in the product. Absolutely. No, I I, I get it, and it's it's you know it's the cloud model now. You introduce a product, it incrementally over time gets more and more functionality. I get it. I think those need to be on the way very soon. Is all I'm saying. Because we no want to use it, no we want to use it internally at uh, at my company, and it, at the moment it's just like they're like, "Oh, can I do this?" I'm like, "Ah, not yet. Probably soon, but who knows?" Okay, are we moving on? Are we moving on? Moving on. Tell me all about Office three six five for education. I'm really excited about this. So when we met Mr. Modlin, we hired a developer to build art on sample code from Microsoft called the Learner Companion. That then rolled up into the OneNote classroom notebook. Yeah. Okay. And that then rolled up into Teams. So now you have Office 365 for education. So what's cool now is uh, for your EDU SKUs, you obviously get Teams, and Teams is the the new interface for all things SharePointy, and you can now control classrooms and all of those things. A so full blown classroom management assignment. So what they've done is, you can now export a team as a template so that teachers that are using teams for classroom management can create one and then use it through different classes which is quite cool that is super cool also you can track assignments now in real time so you can see who hasn't submitted who has submitted all of those things from mobile device what i'm interested in is when skype comes through and all of that there's on-demand translation so it'll probably use the same engine so that's coming so Still very cool. You can now do translations. So think about being able to talk to four different languages in your classroom. That's incredible. In the time. It's very, very cool. Uh, there's some new cool. math calculators, stickers. So you can, you know, if, if someone gets an 80%, you can put a cool sticker on. One of the things that they've asked about is read-only pages. So you can lock down pages after stuff has been submitted so people can't edit it. There's some integration into the student information systems. 
um, which is quite cool because you can suck student information all the way through into Teams, so you've got that necessary information like the user profile service. Um, there's also support now for PowerPoint and Stream in Teams. So you can actually create content inside of Teams natively in Stream and in PowerPoint. And then last but not least, I haven't tried it, but I really do want to do it, is dictation. So telling, like naturally, uh, well, Dragon naturally speaking, where you could dictate an essay and it would type it up for you. Yeah, that's cool. That's very, very cool. That's the sort of business level personal assistant stuff that's that has proper value well i don't know how they're going to handle your accent mate uh, that's the tricky part my accent yes your accent I, I don't as as a great man once said i don't have an accent this is what english sounds like when it's pronounced properly and that is for all our american listeners that that is a thing you're from cape town man just you like the to me about accent last night yeah, I heard there was a thing. I saw some crazy tackle where a dude like, like pulled the guy out of midair and like crashed him. It was pretty cool. So I saw a GIF. That is the extent of my Super Bowl knowledge. Well, did you just talk about the Super Bowl now? I did, but you weren't paying attention. No, I, was, I couldn't hear you over the sound of my own awesomeness. Cool. Well, you can keep listening to that and we'll get into more news. First about Power Apps. Uh. <laughs> so there's been a couple new things in Power Apps recently. Uh, first up, they've announced they're going to be replacing the lookup control entirely with the combo box. The combo box is just a much better way to deal with that sort of information. So they are going to be deprecating the lookup control. If your apps are using that, consider going through and replacing it with the combo box. It's much better. And you can now also, through the SQL connector, you can connect to SQL views. So instead of having to connect to tables, if you just want to display the data, you can, in on the SQL side, do all the matching and filtering and whatever and come up with a SQL view and then display that view in Power Apps, which is really cool if you're doing, I don't know, uh, product brochures and that sort of stuff in a Power App. Um, you can connect to the SQL views, which is really, really cool. You won't be able to write back because obviously it's a view, not a table, but um, there are some other ways you can look around that too. So Power Apps keeps expanding. Super sweet. I did not listen to a thing you said. I was not expecting you to. Now we're going to get in the stuff that you really hate, Al. So Flow also has a bunch of news, as it always does, because it's an exciting product that is always changing. Yeah, I was waiting for that. So um, the Office 365 users service has some new actions so they've got a version 2 in preview in flow so if you look for the office 365 users service you'll get two kinds you'll get the version 1 and the version 2 the version 2 is still in preview so bear that in mind but it does do some cool stuff so the version 2 of the get user profile has new fields like your sharepoint my site url past projects schools and skills you can get the user photo now as well. You can get the metadata from that. The get my profile also has all those new fields. You can update your profile now too, which is sweet. And you can update your profile picture as well, which is super handy. Can you pass? Can, can, so I've always had a problem with get user profile in uh, Flow. Tell you the truth. Yeah. So if I want to pass, get user profile, and I want to pass attributes on. 
So do a lookup on get user profile and find out where they work. So I know, I don't know if it was V1 that I was working with, total abomination. It didn't work. So I'm hoping that that fixes that. I don't, I haven't had an issue with it in the couple yes. of times I've used it. So I think it is fixed now. You, you do also have to bear in mind that for, in order for you to pull that information, it actually has to be populated. For sure. Cloud. I'm not stupid. Okay, cool. So more flow news. You can now append to string variables, which is cool. There's a new action to do that. So instead of having to pull it and then set the whole thing again, you can just append it on, which is sweet. Teams now also has flow integration, which is awesome. If you go to the new Teams store, you can add flow as an app within Teams, I suppose we'll say. What What is it that you add in Teams? Is it an app? Is it a Teams app? Yeah, it yeah. is. It are an app. It are. It are, it are. It are an app. Cool. So we're calling them apps. So you can add the Flow app inside of Teams and then you can do approval workflows querying people in Teams. So instead of them getting an email or whatever, they'll get a notification in Teams and they can click through to the Teams app for Flow and they'll get uh, approve rejects, add notes, whatever, which is quite slick, I think getting closer and closer to the point, which I hope to God comes soon, where we can just do all our work in Teams and never have to touch Outlook at all. It would be awesome. And the last couple things is you will now get notified if somebody edits one of your flows. So if you've authored a flow and you've shared it to a bunch of people and given them edit rights to it, previously you wouldn't be notified. If they changed it, now you'll get a really? notification. Are, yeah. are, you, are you serious? Yeah. That's kind of freaky. Yeah. Well, ordinarily, you wouldn't share it to them with ownership rights. You'd only do that if like, oh, I'm stuck on this, but don't you want to have a look and help me? Even then, I'd worry about you breaking my flow, Mr. Wonder. It's totally the other way around, Al, and we both know that. <laughs> so now flows I, will don't be notified. I will now be notified when you break my flow. Okay. Um, which you actually do on the podcast the all whole time, the all time. the time. Yeah. Um, and the last little bit is there are new URL interactions. So um, you can look up the URI path, the host, the port, the query, all of them together, everyone singularly. So if you're dealing with that sort of stuff in your flows, you can now patch that out much easier. And that's it, Al. That's that's my that's my news segment for flow. I got through it pretty quick for you. That's your flow news segment, not your news segment for flow, because it's the only shit you talk about nowadays. Anyhow, moving on it's to so my favorite cool part. It's so cool though. It's not. There's no machines. There's state machine. There's no stats. Yeah, there, there are. It, it still has some stuff to grow. You're excited about planner. I'm excited about flow. No, and you're flow, always excited about flow. Flow Nothing gets. Changes. Flow gets more updates more often than Planner. Uh-huh. And I've always been the, the forms and workflow guy. That's the cool stuff. That's the fun uh, stuff. Okay, moving on to uh, new features Al didn't know about of the week. What you got for us, Al? So you've worked with users and permissions, right, in, inside a SharePoint? I have, yes. And it's always a headache, right? It's, it is often frightful. So... I've been chatting to uh, to the guys over at and uh, the girls over at a company called well, uh, it's a product called Three Six Five View, and they've actually I forget the 
It's a Glasgow and Smith. I can't remember off the top of my head. But it's actually a company that's been building administrative tools for stuff like business objects and SAP and all of those things. And what they did now, they took their expertise there and they brought it into Office 365. So now you can manage users and permissions centrally instead of the crazy way that you would normally manage users and permissions inside a SharePoint in Office 365. Now you can actually navigate to a site, a site collection, and go grab the permissions for that, and then check where they extended to. And you can clone permissions as well, from one user to another user, from one site to another site. On top of that, you can actually assign, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can actually see all the Office 365 licenses per user, and you can start assigning it there. So let's say you want to blanket rollout flow, to users, you can do it that way, not having to either go into PowerShell or jump into the admin center and hit that slider across so that it actually updates. So it's a very, very awesome admin tool. I seriously dig what they're doing with it. That sounds very cool. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving swiftly along onto my feature of the week, which is go with the flow. You know, I really appreciate that you do the intro for me, even though you're too completely uninterested. I like this one. We spoke about this. I actually I am interested. So there's a bunch of new connectors in Flow, as there are all the time. We don't usually talk about all of them, but this one is particularly cool. Um, this one is called InfoBip. It is an SMS service. So there are a couple other SMS services that you can tie into Flow. Obviously, these are premium services. You need to pay for the service in order to hook up to it. Um, but why this one is special is that it has an SMS trigger, which is, I think, really cool. And there's probably some really great solutions that you can build on top of that. So you could send an SMS or you have a, a number that people SMS in and uh, you can use that to trigger a flow. So you could pull it out much in the same way you do tweets and Facebook posts and run uh, analytics on it or whatever the case is or start off a workflow to notify people, whatever it is. So that's that's quite cool. Just don't ever say pull it out again. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> it, it's late and some of us are older than 12. <laughs> oh, that's epic. Shame, dude. You've had uh, you've had a long day, hey. And I have the flu. Yeah. Um, anyhow, close up for us, Mister Modlin. Cool. Thank you all very much for joining us today. If you want to find us online, you can find us. You can find our website at twoguysandsharepoint.co.za. You can also find us on Twitter at twoguyssharepoint. I'm on Twitter at oddmodlin, and L is at Alistair Pugin. We're also on iTunes and your podcast app of choice. You can search for Two Guys in SharePoint, all one word, and it'll come up there. So, yes, thank you all very much for joining us. Hopefully, we'll see you at Tech Summit next week. Yes, come grab and jump onto our show. We'd love to interview you. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. Um, can you clone permissions with that?
I said that already. Were you not uh, listening? Did you? No, I wasn't. I'll cut that I out. I specifically said that. No, leave you, it in, Morgan. You've got to leave me something to say. Did you just so not? Did you just so not? I did. It's late. Like, 